0: Thank you for listening to the podcasts from Life Central Church. For more information or to visit one of our locations, go to lifecentralchurch.org.uk. It's great to be able to share something uh, with you for a, a moment here. And, and actually, I'm really emotional um, listening to Chris. He's an incredible guy, but I'm emotional here too, because this will be the last time that I get to share a Life Central midweek as I leave this incredible team in, in just a couple of weeks now. And you heard Chris say it uh, uh, moments ago, this is an amazing church. I got saved here, baptized here, married here. My children have come to faith here. You know, the last 15 years here have been an incredible blast. I've learned so much and have grown so much. And I want to thank you all for your love and support that you've shown us uh, as a family. I particularly want to thank Leon and Alison and the elders for believing in me, for investing in me and for giving me an opportunity. I've said it before, you know, it was a tough decision to leave, but, but as a family we really felt it was right to do so and that, that it was part of God's plan for us and above everything else. We have to stick with the plan we feel that God has for our lives. And that's what I want to speak to you uh, about for a few moments. You know, this certainly has been a crazy year. We've had to uh, adapt and keep on adapting. Some of the plans we've made have had to be postponed or cancelled. But here's the thing, when it comes to God's plan for your life, I want you to know that COVID-19, the government restrictions, the difficulties and storms of life cannot stop the plan he has for your life. And we may be heading into another lockdown, but as we do, I want to encourage you to look up. You see, difficulty, disappointment, frustration and fear can often overwhelm us, can drain us and leave us feeling weary which causes our heads to drop, which then can cause, if we're not careful, we can can forget our calling, we can forget our purpose, and we even question God's plan for our lives. But Psalm 121 verses one to two say this, I look up to the mountains, does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. You know, that's a, a telescope perspective right there. And to understand what that means, you need to watch Leon's talk from Sunday just gone. It was incredible. And you can find it on our YouTube channel at Life Central Church UK. I want to encourage you here to set your high hope on the one who is higher, to trust in the one who made heaven and her earth. And know this, he made heaven and earth with you in mind. He has a plan for your life and nothing can stop it. And I don't know where you are in discover, discovering or following God's plan for your life, but I want to encourage you with this. God's plan for your life doesn't change when you don't feel worthy. And stick with the plan. God's plan for your life doesn't change when things don't make sense. Stick with his plan. God's plan for your life doesn't change when things are difficult. Stick with his plan. And there's a, a guy in the Bible, Moses, who struggled with all of these and so much more. You can find his story in the first part of the Bible in the Old Testament, in the book of Exodus in chapters 2 to 14. Let me give you a quick and, and really simple synopsis. See, God chose Moses as a baby. When Moses was born, the Hebrews were slaves in Egypt. Pharaoh was afraid of them because he thought they might take over his country. He ordered that all the Hebrew baby boys be killed at birth so they wouldn't grow up and fight against him. To save Moses, his mother hid him in a basket at the side of the Nile. Pharaoh's daughter, while out washing one day, found him and took him back to live with her as though he were her son. Moses grew up as an Egyptian prince, but he never forgot he was a Hebrew. One day Moses lost his temper and he killed an Egyptian who had beaten a Hebrew slave to death. He had to run away to another land. God spoke to him from a burning bush and told him he must go back and free the Hebrews from slavery. Moses went to Pharaoh to ask him to set the Hebrews free. Pharaoh didn't want to lose his slaves. He would not let them go. And things got awful in Egypt. There were 10 plagues and before each one Moses had warned Pharaoh what would happen. The last plague was the worst. The eldest son in every Egyptian family, including Pharaoh's, died. God warned Moses to mark the doorposts of all the Hebrew houses so that the Hebrew boys would be safe. Pharaoh was so upset by losing his son that he said the Hebrews could leave Egypt and they left. Immediately, Pharaoh changed his mind again and sent his army after them to to bring them back. The army chased the Hebrews to the banks of the Red Sea. They would have been trapped, but a miracle happened. God told Moses to lift his staff and when he did, the waters parted to make a dry path. They were able to make their escape when all the Hebrews were safely at the other shore. Moses lifted his staff again, and the waters of the sea closed on Pharaoh's army who had been chasing them. God saved the Hebrews. Amen. And that there is courtesy of my youngest daughter's Bible. Leon's favourite translation is The Passion. Mine's a a kid's Bible right there. I love it. See, Moses was chosen by God. He, He didn't feel worthy of the call of God though. Moses had a past. And this is something that affects and stops many people stepping into the plan God has for them. But I want you to know how God sees you is completely different to how you see you. So you may only see your past, but God always sees your potential. God never consults your failures to create your future. Never forget that you have been chosen by God to fulfill the plans of God. See, knowing that you're chosen by the creator of heaven and, and earth on purpose, for a purpose, should stop you feeling unworthy and should then accelerate you into the plan that god has for you you know i had a friend in school who was picked on because he was adopted and his reply was always this my parents chose me yours got stuck with you man that is powerful my heavenly father chose me (laughs) an alcoholic an ex-offender a, deep, a divorcee, the, the list could go on and on. But what blows me away is that, the, is, is that in the extreme and the, the chaos, of, chaos of my addiction, God called me righteous. Mm. He said, I want Simon. I'm gonna call him my own, and I'm gonna use him to call others mm. to me. Mm. I want you to know your heavenly Father chose chooses you. He calls you by name, he loves you, he believes in you, and he equips you to accomplish everything he has for you. You know, in those moments when you don't feel worthy, I want to encourage you to stick with the plan. Moses stuck with God's plan, even when it made no sense to him. Sometimes God's plan for your life is gonna feel like it makes no sense at all like it's going nowhere and it's falling on deaf ears. You know, that certainly was the case for Moses. Many times Moses complained to God that Pharaoh wasn't listening to him and neither were his own people come to that. But God said, stick with the plan, go back and tell Pharaoh this, even though it made no sense to Moses. Exodus 6 verses 10 to 12 say this, Then the Lord said to Moses, go back to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and tell him to let the people of Israel leave his country. But Lord, Moses objected, my own people won't listen to me anymore. How can I expect Pharaoh to listen? I'm such a clumsy speaker. You know, there are gonna be times in your life when you don't understand what God is doing, and it will make no sense at all but that's often a time when our faith grows the most. See, faith is trusting God, even when you don't understand his plan. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Jeremiah 29, 11, many of you know that verse, but check this, God knows our plans. We don't remember that. But there is something we do know, and that's Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God. So next time life makes no sense and you feel on turbulent waters, you might have to steady the ship instead of jump ship. You have to stick with the plan. God's plan is always the best. You know, sometimes it makes no sense and the process may even be painful. Maybe difficult or it feels like it's taken forever, but guys stick with his plan. And it's often not a straight road we've got. It's, there's no direct route. It's often more like long, windy country lanes. You know, for myself and Dee, the, the opportunity we have planting a, a new church in Wolverhampton is an amazing one but if I'm honest, the the timing of it makes no sense at all. We were approached just before the, the first lockdown and the excitement of it suddenly turned into lots of questions. How, when and if it would still happen. But then as we spent time seeking God, it was clear that he was asking us to step out and this was his plan for us, even without us having some of the answers we wanted. And man, that was scary. But as we made a decision, we've seen some great answers to prayer. And what I've learned about following God's plan is that your yes in your heart has to be bigger than the no in your head. The the yes in the core of your being has to be bigger than the no in your head. See, let me explain, you're always gonna get opposition when you follow God's plan. And that usually comes by the way of the no in your own head. No, you can't do that. No, you're not good enough for that. No, you haven't got the right experience. No, that's a stupid idea. No, 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 no. And then the enemy will always use this moment to bring up your past, to get you to focus on why you're not qualified to do what God has asked you to. See, for Moses, it was because he was such a clumsy speaker. But when you give your yes to God from the core of your being, and you commit to being all in, trust in him until a door closes or you get a red light. Man, you have supernatural peace. The no's in your head don't seem as big anymore. You know, I'm not saying that they're not still there, but I am saying they're no longer the focus. You see, to keep following God's plan for your life, you let your yes be in your heart be bigger than the no in your head. And lastly, God's plan for your life doesn't change when things are difficult. You know, finally, God's plan for Moses and the Hebrew people seemed to be coming to pass. Pharaoh let the Hebrews go and the mass exodus began. It's thought that nearly two million people were involved. But then Pharaoh changed his mind and he sent his army to bring them back. A massive chase ensued and Pharaoh's army caught up with the Hebrews as they camped. You know, panic, fear, and anger erupted, and the Hebrew people turned on Moses. You know, when you go through a difficult season, there are people that will help you and support you. And then there will be people that turn on you, offering their advice as to why you're in the position you're in. You know, I'm sure every one of you have heard the words, I told you so, at some point in your life. But how Moses responds to this is huge insight in how we should respond when we face difficult situations. He said, don't be afraid. And we trust that God will rescue us. Man, if those were words for a season right now, that is for this one. See, going through difficulty in life doesn't mean that God is punishing you or that he's distant from you. See, it could actually mean that he's preparing you, he's growing you, he's stretching you. So stick with the plan. Trust in his plan and never in your pain. You know, it's cer- it's a certainty that, storm- that, that you will face storms in life, but you need to know that they don't alter God's plans uh, for your life. They can come to distract you, to to disrupt you, but they cannot knock you off course. You know, I remember myself and Dee and Cara got caught in the middle of a horrendous storm when Cara was just two years um, of age. We were driving to Scotland to to see Dee's parents and the rain was coming down so hard and fast that I could hardly see in front of me. You know, I was driving and I was holding on to the steering wheel for dear life. I was petrified. And it was so bad that I had to stop and pull over. It was then that that I looked back in the car and I saw Kara playing with her toys, oblivious to the storm and the fear that I had. Why? Well, I like to think of it like this. It was because she had shelter from the storm and also that she had total trust in her dad who was driving the car. You know, the storms of life can be scary but I pray that now and in the future that you know Jesus as your shelter. I pray that, that you let Jesus, your dad, have the driving seat. I pray that you trust him with the plan that he has for your life and that you stick with it. And remember this, storms come to pass not to stay. And there is peace always available. And the plan for your life is not blown off course by them. And right here, as we come to a close, as as I shut up, we're going to sing an incredible song called Tremble, reminding us of just that. And the words are powerful. Declare them wherever you are.